This is Too Busy to Podcast, a show for busy, multi-passionate female entrepreneurs at different stages of their podcasting journey who may be feeling frustrated or overwhelmed doing all the things. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast editor and podcast manager. I'll be coming to you every week, solo or with a guest, to share actionable tips, simple strategies and useful resources to help you manage and grow your podcast the simple way. We'll be covering the practical stuff like how to start a podcast, what equipment you should use, and how to create a podcast workflow that helps you to stay organized. But also there's the other important stuff like mindset, email marketing, productivity, and storytelling. So open up the notes app on your phone and let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to episode 17 of Too Busy to Podcast. This week, we are talking all about show notes. What are show notes and why are they important? You've probably heard the term show notes being bandied about in the podcasting world, but what are they? Show notes are a summary of your podcast episode that goes onto your website. Essentially, a blog post with an audio file And it's often confused with the episode description. So I remember when I started out, I knew what show notes were, I knew what episode description were, and in my head it was very clear. But I started having calls and realised quite quickly that clients considered what goes into the podcast player to be show notes as well. So I have adjusted to that viewpoint, but realistically show notes are what go on your website. So in lieu of a website, people might put the same text into their host that then shows up on all the different podcast players. But for the purposes of this episode, when I say show notes, I am referring to what goes onto your website. Now, why are they important? There's a few reasons. Number one, they drive traffic to your website. Whilst your listeners explore your podcast pages, they might be tempted to look elsewhere as well. So they might go to your about page. They might want to see what kind of services you offer. They might want to find out, you know, what makes you tick. If you've got a resources page, which you've mentioned the podcast, they might follow over to that page. So it really does drive traffic to other parts of your business, not just the podcast. It helps them to feel more connected to you as a host. And that can only be a positive. Number two, they are great for SEO. So in the last episode, I touched a little bit on this in terms of keywords in your podcast description. The same applies to your show notes. Google cannot search MP3 files, although I have no doubt that one day soon that will be a thing. So you need to add keywords somewhere on the internet for Google to find. And that's the show notes. That is the purpose that the show notes serve. Here's a quick tip. To be indexed by Google, your blog needs to be more than 300 words. That doesn't sound like a lot. So you won't need to, you know, beef up your notes. I think some people wonder how long show notes should be. And it's my personal opinion that, and we'll come on to what you should include, but the same way how you put value into your episode, you want to put value into your show notes. So I wouldn't say make it a whole long essay, but the more they read, the more you want them to think, oh, that's valuable. So that's kind of my response to the question around length. So number three, 
Show notes offer a great place to share resources mentioned in your episode. It might be that you have a call to action that says, hey, check out the show notes at www.etc. It's like a one-stop shop for everything they need. So include links to everything that you've mentioned in the show. So if you talked about a favorite book, pop over to Amazon and include the link in the show notes. If you talked about a new offer, make sure you include the link to your sales page so that they don't need to go anywhere else. They don't need to wonder about finding something that you mentioned. Everything that they need is there. Number four, show notes are universal. So when you share an Apple podcast or Spotify link, it's possible that someone might not use either of those platforms. Whereas if you share the show notes, they can pop over to your website And I highly encourage that you add all the different badges. So if your podcast is on TuneIn, make sure you add the badge to your website and the link so that they can click on that TuneIn badge and it will carry them over to the podcast on TuneIn. But everyone has access to the internet and can look up a website or can be directed to a website. So that's what makes show notes universal. Number five. It's an opportunity to share content and social media platforms, which increases listenership. Number six, it increases accessibility. So by you adding transcripts to your show notes and, you know, transcripts, you can use Otter AI. I use Otter.ai to transcribe. All you have to do is upload the MP3 file or the WAV file and it will just transcribe it. Another one is Descript. So if you're using Descript already, they offer transcriptions and both of those services are pretty, pretty accurate. I would say maybe 85%, 90% accurate. You still need to go through and, you know, just fine tune, make sure that, you know, full stops, capitals, that kind of stuff. Some words they pick up more than others, but it's a great base to start off from. And by adding transcripts to your website, you're ensuring that your podcast is accessible to everyone. So someone who might have a hearing disability can then just read your transcript. So by you not offering the transcript, you're alienating people who might actually enjoy your podcast. So that's something to think about. In a Forbes article from February 2021, they shared stats from Edison Research Group that in 2020, an estimated 100 million people, 100 million people, can you imagine, listen to a podcast each month. And this is expected to reach 125 million next year, 2022. So there's an interesting stat for you. So let's go on to the different types of show notes, of which there are three. In my mind, there are three. So the first one is a short episode summary. And that could be a one to two paragraph intro or a set of bullet points. You might want to use timestamps as well. Some people use timestamps, which picks the highlights of the episode and lists them in time order. So say, for example, I look at the show notes and I see at the 15 minute mark, you talk about mindset and I'm interested in mindset. I could just go to the player fast forward to 15 minutes and voila, I get the piece of information, I get the value that I am looking for. And then we have blog posts. So blog posts is when you go into full detail. 
you're including all the main points. So those are the three, short episode, timestamps, and blog post. Now, in terms of the format your show notes should take, everyone does it a little different. I'm sure if you go and look at your top five podcasts that you listen to and have a look at their show notes page, you'll see that they might all be slightly different. Now, in terms of my show notes pages aren't up yet, so I'm a little bit hypocritical, guys. But, you know, do as I say and not as I do. The pages are coming soon, so I hope to share those with you very, very soon. I do have them because I use my script to develop them. So, in terms of my format, the first bit, is the summary paragraph or the bullet point. So I use the short episode type, as mentioned before. So start off with the summary paragraph or bullet points. That's then followed by the episode embedded player, which of course you can get from your host. Now, depending on who your host is, you might be able to customize your player so it matches your brand so that your website is all cohesive and, you know, aesthetically pleasing, that kind of stuff. But that comes from your host. That's then followed by the episode description. And I try to aim for between 100 to 500 words. So, you know, just going into a bit more detail about the episode. Then that's followed by a resources mentioned in the episode section. And this will include those links that I mentioned. So as I said before, if you've got a new offer, you would put the name of the offer and then hyperlink it to your sales page for that offer, for example. If you're launching a new book and you're in pre-sales, add that and send them over to the pre-sales page so that they can buy that book. There's no point mentioning resources or links in your episode and not letting people know where they can find it for themselves. I then move into the guest mention section. This could also be the host section. So a little bit about the host, where they can find you. So for my clients, I'll put connect with the host, LinkedIn, website, Instagram, YouTube, depends on where they are. And then that's followed by connect with the guest, for example, and the same. So website, their social media handles. If they've got a podcast, I make sure I link that. If they've got any books, I'll make sure I link that and include their bio as well. And then we come to the call to action. So if you've got a freebie that you're pitching at the moment, or if you've got a masterclass, a workshop, anything, this will change. Your CTA will change depending on what's going on for you in your business. So don't be too stringent on this part. You can swap things out. You might even want to say sign up to the podcast newsletter, all that kind of stuff. Additional things you might want to consider are quotes. So if there are any memorable quotes from the host or the guest, depends on the type of episode at the time, you might want to include those. You want the quote to be so good that it draws them in to listen. So don't just pick a random quote. You want something that, you know, pulls a punch. As with blogs, if you write blogs, you know what I'm about to say next. Your podcast show notes are the same. You want to make sure to include some images. So what I would normally do is put an image at the top. That could be the same image that you put on social media. Or if you do separate episode artwork, that could be the same image. 
but you want to start with an image just before the summary paragraph. And then as you go through, just insert little images here and there. It doesn't need to be anything fancy, but you just want to break up the text so it's more pleasing to the eye and include as much white space as possible. Use bullet points, use numbers, use dashes, just so that it doesn't look busy. It looks as clean as possible. You want it to be visually appealing. And beneath that image or within the image, depends on how you create it, you want to include the episode title episode number and the date your episode went live or was published. Now here are a couple tips that I want to share with you that I find useful. So number one, for your show notes, you can write them down at the beginning. As I mentioned, I personally do this based off of my podcast script. So I have a script that I, you know, because my brain just sometimes just freezes when it shouldn't really freeze. And I find it useful to kind of refer to my script throughout my recording. So by doing that, it's easier for me to use those show notes. Whereas when I'm working with clients, I would use the transcription of their edited episode to pull those show notes. So, you know, those are the two different ways I do it depending on who I am doing it for myself or my clients. So that's tip number one. Tip number two. At the bottom of your show notes, you might, depending on your who you have a website with, WordPress, show it, whoever it might be, but you should be able to include recommended next episodes. So they should be able to just click next or back. You're helping your listeners, essentially. You're helping your audience to find other content that they might be interested in. And quite frankly, it keeps people on your website. It keeps people on your pages. Tip number three create a template so that your show notes remain consistent. So for me, I just shared my format and I have a template where that format is written down. So it's just easier for me to just slot things in. So for example, section three, I could just fill that out based on my script. And then when I'm ready to upload onto my website, it will literally just be a quick copy and paste job. So it might be that you want to think about creating a template. And if you like a copy of mine to get some ideas, feel free to reach out to me. My DMs on Instagram are always open. Or of course, you can drop me an email. So to recap, show notes are a summary of your podcast episode that go on your website. They're not to be confused with the episode description, which is found in the podcast apps or directories. That's how I differentiate them, although I recognize a lot of people use the term show notes universally. For me, there are the words, the text that go onto your website. Show notes are important for a number of reasons, including driving traffic to your website. So that's where the increase in revenue, increase in leads come in, because whilst they're already on your website, they will check out other parts of your website as well. And of course, it offers one place for everything pertaining to that episode for your listeners to find. So that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we'll chat about batch recording and how it can help you stay ahead. So until then, have a fantastic week and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. 
If you enjoy this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.